Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coming up. He said, there is a gentleman that was combative and I had to defend myself. He has multiple stab wounds because I used a kitchen knife to defend myself. And then he yelled, please hurry. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Rocky Hill has a reputation for being a safe town. And for good reason. In the spring of 2019, the Connecticut town of about 20,000 had gone over a decade without a single murder case. But that streak was about to end. For the first time in at least a dozen years, a homicide has been committed in Rocky Hill. Last night, just a little bit after 11 p.m., Rocky Hill dispatch received a 911 call from the Century Hills Apartments. It happened two years ago, on the night of March 18th, 2019. Chaos and violence erupted inside a Rocky Hill apartment complex called Century Hills. The folks who live in the very large Century Hills apartment complex just off of I-91, very popular for years, they say they're nervous for their safety after learning late last night and early this morning for some of them about this stabbing deaths. He said that he he believes he stabbed the victim seven, seven times. Joining us today from Connecticut is Tony Terzi, a reporter with Fox 61 in Hartford. Tony, can you start by telling us about the town of Rocky Hill, Connecticut, where this crime occurred? Yeah, Rocky Hill is a town where there is a little ferry that between the months of May and October uh, goes back and forth across the Connecticut River taking cars uh, one at a time or two at a time, depending on how big the ferry is. It's a community of probably 25,000 folks. It's about uh, 10 miles south of Hartford. Very, very quiet and Not much happens there, except it did last March uh, at these Century Hills apartments. It was really, really strange for the Rocky Hill Police Department. Yeah, you mentioned that it was strange for this to happen there. What drew me to this story, actually, uh, was a Fox 61 headline from March of 2019 that said, Rocky Hill man charged with murder in town's first homicide in over a decade. And that's... I should say, unfortunately, that's a really long time to go without a murder for a town, you know, this size. Yeah, absolutely true. It had been actually since uh, 2004 when a man from Hartford had shaken his infant son to death in the parking lot of a Walmart in Rocky Hill. So, you know, it was 15 years before the last murder. It's just... uh, and what a bizarre story this murder was. It was a, a 39-year-old man by the name of Kenton Dalton who had moved to Connecticut from Virginia a little over a year prior to that, and he moved into this apartment complex called Century Hills, which uh, for folks who live in and around Rocky Hill, 
uh, Century Hills is pretty much synonymous with Rocky Hill. It was probably one of the first in central or northern Connecticut um, apartment developments, which is really spread out over a couple of miles or so, a giant apartment complex. And that's where this murder happened uh, on that mid-March Sunday night or Monday night, I should say, uh, in Rocky Hill. So it happened at this apartment where, where Kenton Dalton, this man, was living. Yeah. What actually happens on the night of the murder? How did that play out as you would come to learn? So what happened was Kenton Dalton was in his apartment with a woman and another man. And Mr. Dalton and this other man were engaging in romance. And they both had quite a bit to drink that night. And the way Mr. Dalton told it to police, he actually called 911. Um, And the way he told it was that they had both had a lot to drink. They were in his bedroom. Um, They were engaging in uh, a, a romantic encounter, if you will. And apparently, the person who ended up being the victim, whose name we've never learned, uh, became a little rough, according to Mr. Dalton, during their romantic encounter, and Dalton asked him to leave. Well, the guy couldn't find uh, a ride, and he certainly couldn't drive because he was intoxicated, and so the argument escalated, and according to Kenton Dalton, who was 39 years old at the time, they're out in his kitchen, and he felt threatened. So he admitted to police, allegedly, according to their report, that he took two kitchen knives, and he said, I believe I stabbed him seven times. And this gentleman, uh, Kenton Dalton, made the 911 call from the hallway where they had uh, dragged the gentleman out. The, the woman and Mr. Dalton had brought this man out into the hallway so that when ambulances and police arrived, he could be right there. And it was very chilling. You could hear the man in such distress on the 911 call. Yeah, let's let's talk a little bit more about that call. I actually have a couple of clips that I'll play. Again, the call was placed by Kenton Dalton on the night of the alleged murder. Uh, and we won't play the entire call because it is pretty graphic and, and parts of it are really difficult to listen to. But what we hear in these clips is Dalton himself talking to 911. I had to defend myself. I, he has multiple stab wounds um, because I used a kitchen knife to defend myself. Okay, okay, okay. breathe for me, breathe for me. Are you injured? I'm not injured. My other guest is not injured. So, Tony, it's a little tough to make out, but what we just heard was Dalton saying that he used a kitchen knife to defend himself is how he put it. Right. He said, there is a gentleman that was combative and I had to defend myself. He has multiple stab wounds because I used a kitchen knife to defend myself. And then he yelled, please hurry. Uh, And the dispatcher said, okay, okay, breathe for me, breathe for me. Are you injured? And he said, no, I'm not injured. 
Uh, my other guest was not injured. He was calm during that part. Um, and then you could hear one of the chilling parts. You could hear the female guest say while they were in the hallway, you have to pressure, pressure, get some towels. And um, then the dispatcher says, is he flat on the ground? Is he sitting up? And the female said he's on his left side. And uh, apparently the man, Dalton, and the victim were just covered in blood. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Of course, Dalton ends up being charged with murder. Yes. Presumably, then, that means that investigators, they didn't buy this story that he was telling, that he was just defending himself. Right. Absolutely. Uh, This Kenton Dalton had no prior record anywhere in the United States, in Virginia, where he'd come from, in Connecticut, 39-year-old. We don't know what he does. We don't know how long uh, he had known this uh, victim who subsequently died at, uh, at Hartford Hospital. One thing I did notice uh, being in court the next day with Mr. Dalton was he was shaking profusely. What that was about, I'm not sure whether he was nervous being before a judge or the enormity of it all, or if he himself had some sort of a a health uh, condition, but he was held on $1 million bond. And, um, you know, for a murder, a million dollars bond is, believe it or not, it's not that much. Uh, typically, you know, they're two, four, five million dollars. Um, you know, at one point uh, in another murder case in Connecticut, Fotis Dulos, who allegedly murdered his wife in May of 2019, and she's never been found, uh, he was held, I believe, on six million dollars bond. So, well, yeah. And one other thing that we hear, as you mentioned, on this 911 call is this third person who was there, this woman who was, mm-hmm. you know, trying to sort of coach Dalton to give first aid. What else do we know about this person who, you know, if this goes to trial, would presumably be potentially a really important witness in this case? Yeah, we don't know how close uh, this woman and Mr. Dalton are. We don't know their relationship with this other gentleman whether they had just met one another, whether they all live in this complex. Because remember, I said that the uh, Century Hills apartment complex is very, very large. Um, So we don't know much beyond that. Uh, There is no trial yet that would come out um, when there is a trial. Um, No date has been scheduled. Certainly COVID has contributed to the slowdown in the court system. And so now it's been two years or so since this happened. And as we talked about, this town, Rocky Hill, went about 15 years without a murder case before that. Have we seen anything else like this since then? Or is Rocky Hill hopefully on its way back to another decade plus without a murder? Yeah, you would have to think that uh, the latter would be true. Rocky Hill is is very much a middle class uh, community. 
It's got uh, a business park or two. It's the headquarters of uh, the Connecticut Lottery. And it's sort of interesting because in the town next to Rocky Hill in Newington is where the Connecticut Lottery headquarters used to be located. And they had a a rampage, a shooting rampage. Someone went on uh, there probably... Oh, 12 or 15 years ago, uh, maybe longer, where a number of lottery employees were killed. But anyway, that's the connection between uh, the lottery and, and Rocky Hill. That's where their headquarters are. There are some shipping companies. Um, you know, it's kind of uh, it's kind of a mid-tier, middle-class town. And, um, you know, certainly don't in those types of towns, even though it's not terribly far from uh, the urban center of Hartford or New Britain, uh, these types of things don't happen there. Well, Tony Terzi with Fox 61 in Hartford, thanks for sharing the story. You bet. My pleasure. And thanks to you for tuning into this episode of The Daily Crime. If you're new, we put out episodes five days a week, To make sure you don't miss any of them, you're going to want to hit subscribe or follow or whatever the appropriate button is on whatever podcast app you use. If you're looking for even more true crime, you can check out some of our other shows, including Selena, A Star Dies in Texas, at vaultstudios.com. Until next time, for Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond.